0: hello and welcome to your spiritual journey right now your soul is speaking to you I'm Jenny Israel and I'm a medical intuitive energy healer spiritual activator counselor and teacher it is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose in each episode I will allow spirit to speak through me and we will explore energy forecasting teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness Increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. Hey everybody,
1: it's Jenny Israel. Thanks for tuning back into Soul Speak. Today's your Soulful Sunday forecast, but we're going to do something a little bit different today than I've been doing the last couple of weeks. We're going to do a little bit more of a learning session today because my feeling is with the forecasts that have been coming through over the last couple of weeks we are seeing some pretty deep themes that are repeating themselves and so instead of going deeper into the themes we've already had appear from spirit I decided to talk a little bit about what's actually happening inside of our bodies right now and this just you know this decision to talk about um this particular topic came up because a lot of clients, a lot of friends, family members, even myself included, we've all been experiencing some really interesting physical manifestations in our bodies over the last month or or months, and they all are varying symptoms of essentially what we would consider adrenal fatigue or adrenal imbalance, and I wanted to talk a little bit about that because I think that so many people are experiencing symptoms of this that it is worth talking about and bringing it to our consciousness and talking potentially about some ways that we might be able to provide ourselves with some relief. I think one of the big struggles that we're all dealing with right now is not so much the comprehension of what we're up against and the challenges that we're faced with right now and the the themes of you know self-reflection and finding our own personal truth and you know doing the shadow work trying to figure out where our personal power is i mean these are all topics that are coming up over and over again and you know I can talk to my clients about these things all day long but at the end of the day they're truly concepts And it only really starts to sink in and you feel the shift when you've gone through enough change and release that that can become a new truth for you and become very real for you and you can start acting out this new place of personal power. But a lot of people are just not there yet. A lot of people are still in the the growth space. And they're feeling a little helpless and they're feeling a little bit lost. People are going through a lot of endings. So there's a lot of very deep sadness. There's a lot of grief. I think that the one reoccurring um, underlying emotion that everybody's kind of experiencing the surge of through all of these different challenges is not feeling worthy. This unworthiness. And inside of that unworthiness, there is a lot of shame being unearthed, because underneath our feeling of not being worthy of whatever it is that we're striving striving to achieve, there is something that we are ashamed of for some reason. Some limiting belief or limiting truth that potentially started out very young, that became a subconscious truth that now seeks to be fulfilled again and again. And a lot of these shortcomings or challenges that our subconscious perceives as truths inside of our insecurities show up inside of our relationships. So this can be professional relationships, personal relationships, most certainly the relationship with ourselves, but a lot of times these things are simmering just beneath the surface so not completely visible to us until we are really really doing the work and searching for these limiting belief statements inside of ourselves that are showing up in these different areas of our lives and so when we're placed in a position where we're trying to change our direction in life and we're searching for fulfillment, and we're searching for joy, often what will happen is we will run into what I consider a glass ceiling that is created by these limiting beliefs. Well, we can see where we really want to go, but we come to a screeching halt, and we come face-to-face with our deep-buried issues of our self-worth. And why we feel that we don't deserve to have this happiness that we so much want to have. And it's not like we walk around having these conscious conversations with ourselves. It's not like we're saying, I don't deserve that, so I'm not going to have it. It doesn't work that way. These are things that are very much on a subconscious vibrational level, and so what ends up happening is we magnetize these vibrations in through things that can mirror back at us, meaning our jobs, our relationships, our financial situations, our health, the things that will show us there is something that needs to be worked on. And inside of this new direction of personal power and personal truth, and inside this shadow work we've all been doing, what we are learning how to do is take responsibility for our our part of our feelings, our direction, our choices, part of our releasing powerlessness is understanding that at the end of the day we are the one person that has the sole responsibility for our own happiness and releasing other people and outside things from that expectation and this again is when we come face to face with are we worthy of having that thing and the process of healing, the the shame that's attached to whatever it is that we feel that we have done, or a wound that happened when we were young that made us believe that we didn't deserve to have our desires fulfilled, or have the love that we want, or have the abundance that we want, whatever that looks like, this level of forgiveness that needs to occur can be quite deep, and it can take time. And what ends up happening is we go into a place of releasing old identities around those old belief systems. And this triggers us on a root chakra level. And the reason being is because the root chakra is the chakra that is our foundation. It's built from our survival needs, all of our basic needs. And the basic needs also have to do with You know, food, water, air, shelter, um, but also financial needs, love, security, and all of the things that we need to feel safe and supported in our lives are all root chakra issues. And these survival needs trigger inside of our endocrine system signals. So the root chakra is directly related to the adrenal glands. The adrenal glands are our fight or flight. So these signals get sent every single time our root chakra is threatened in some way or rewarded in some way, our adrenals will respond. If we are in a constant state of crisis mode, a constant state of fight or flight, and a constant state of trauma vibration, our adrenals are always going. And they produce different kinds of hormones in our body that stimulate other parts of the endocrine system and other systems in the body to do very specific things. When we go into fight or flight, there are systems that get bypassed or pulled back. Energy gets pulled back. And the digestive system is a big one. Certain um, parts of the brain, our oxygen changes, our blood flow changes, We're we're really only given energy to the parts of the brain and the parts of the body that would need to respond to the ability to protect ourselves or run away. And everything else gets put on hold. And so we can start to see issues in the body show up based on the response of the adrenals inside the endocrine system. And then over long-term periods, we're also going to start to see toxicity in the body due to an overabundance of these stress hormones being released in the body and then the body not being able to process them correctly and detox them out. So what does an imbalanced adrenal look like? It really does depend on your body. I mean, everybody's physiological responses are a little bit different depending on your genetics, depending on your overall health, depending on vulnerabilities in other areas of the body. But in general, everybody experiences some pretty similar uh, physical manifestations and symptoms when you're going into or are inside of an adrenal imbalance, one of the big things is, is just all-out fatigue, chronic fatigue. I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to recently, and myself included, that have actually used the phrase, my soul is tired. It's like that level of fatigue. And so there is this deep, deep fatigue, this low energy that's, that sets in. And this, in turn, creates a, a weak immune system. And can make us susceptible to to illness um, and autoimmune and you know different things coming to the surface. We also start to you know, not so healthy food choices because the adrenals being tired or overtaxed are going to look for very fast forms of energy, which usually is in simple carbohydrates and sugars. And so you're going to go for the salty snacks. You're going to go for the sugary snacks, um, you know, in order to try to satisfy this need for constant fast bursts of energy that your body is not able to produce for you. Other things that you know, I've I've had people express to me changes in their blood pressure, so either sinks in their blood pressure, low blood pressure issues, um, blood sugar swings, or high blood pressure, heart palpitations, um, you know, shortness of breath, dizziness when you stand up, these like hypoglycemic types of responses inside the body. The majority of the people that I've talked to have, you know, been suffering from stubborn weight gain that they can't seem to get rid of. Um, a couple of people have responded the other way and are losing weight um, without even really trying. Again, this it all depends on how the body is going to respond to this particular ad- adrenal imbalance and whether you're overactive or underactive. One way or another, you're going to be insufficient in whether you can detox the overstress hormone toxicity in the body or whether your, your adrenals are not producing enough. Inside of this also, we have really big inflammatory responses inside the body. And so large inflammatory responses in the body can actually make us more susceptible to heightened allergies of all kinds. So all of a sudden, you might start experiencing food intolerances that you never had before. Your seasonal allergies right now might be worse than they ever have. You might be experiencing more headaches, um, sinus swelling, you know, things like that. As I mentioned before, the digestion slows way down, and this is also because of swelling and inflammation inside of the gut. Now, there are more neurotransmitters inside of our gut than there are in our brain. So what does this mean? This means that if you're starting to hold inflammation and and toxicity in your in your digestive tract and inside your gut, your neurotransmitters are going to start to respond and slow down as well, which means all of your happy drugs that the body produces like serotonin You're going to start to go into a depletion of these as well. And so this can cause anxiety. It can cause depression. It can cause irritability. It can cause mood swings Um, for women. It starts to it potentially can inflame your um, your PMS symptoms or even your menstruation symptoms. And then you know there's the the pollution of the uh, chemicals that are being released inside of the glands in the brain as well, and so we start to experience a, a disrupted circadian rhythm. So our sleep cycles go off. We tend to be more tired during the day, and then all of a sudden get a spike of energy at night. So we're restless, night sweats what does this lead to? This leads to brain fog, especially in the morning and very sluggish in the morning. Um, So your cortisol cycles get all messed up. And so you should be waking up with energy and then everything ramping down at bedtime when it's time to go to sleep. And this, the adrenal imbalance tends to throw those cycles off. So it's happening in reverse. I mean, this is a general synopsis or snapshot of the different ways that the body can start to respond inside of these adrenal imbalances. But over long periods of time, like I mentioned, the body is going to break down inside of these systems. And then you're looking at potentially, you know, the threat of long-term, like a leaky gut or, you know, things like that. Now, What are some things that we can do to support ourselves inside of this adrenal fatigue and this root chakra stimulation that we're all experiencing right now because of the fact that we're all being thrust into this emotional vibration of facing our issues of insecurity and unworthiness to have the things that we want to start to cultivate a partnership with God like I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks really coming in to tune and into unity with our God self and this is what the 5D is all about this is where our souls are trying to get to and so the shifts that we're going through right now are the shifts that are needed to get us into unity consciousness but if we can't perceive ourselves as worthy of being in partnership with God then we can't get to this next place and so we're dealing with these very deep levels of clearing these insecurities around our self-worth and our value and our power so we can get to this next place and so what I find really interesting is that we're being shoved deeper and deeper into this place of clearing during this time of the year and I think I even mentioned this when I was on the podcast with Charlene and we were talking about eclipse season and then moving towards the great conjunction on December 21st that if we had to be thrown into this next level of death of self in order for this new self to be reborn Could there be a better time for it to happen than this time of year when so many people are moving into the holiday season? Why do I feel that way? Well, first of all, I feel like we all move into a greater sense of consciousness for one another, um, awareness for one another, one another's needs. A lot of people are out there doing good works, um, you know, volunteering and adopting families and, you know, just really trying to support their neighbor during the holiday season. We do adopt a children to make sure that these kids have a good Christmas. You know, there's just, there's lots of good works that are going on this time of year. It's like, you know, everybody gets in the season spirit, in the holiday spirit, and it is this giving spirit, this loving spirit, and for those who are Christian and celebrate Christmas, you know, moving towards the perceived day of Christ's birth on Christmas Day, we go into this energy of Christ consciousness as a collective. So even if you don't celebrate Christmas, you're still going to get the collective vibe that the Christ consciousness brings to the planet because so many people are celebrating that. And inside of that we have the rise of the divine masculine and that's wanting to come in and provide and support with one another in whatever way we can. You know, this season of gratitude that continues on. We also are looking at a season where where there's a lot of nostalgia and What's really interesting about the root chakra connection here is we're looking at root chakra and adrenals, right? So I already made the connection between those glands, but the nose and the olfactory senses, the sense of smell is actually also connected to the adrenals and connected to the root chakra. And so we think about the smells that come in during this holiday season, we have all the pine smells, right, because of the Christmas trees. But just the the only thing that's green during this time of year are the evergreen trees, the pine trees. So we have the sappy tree oils, that kind of scent um, during this, this season. We have cinnamon. We have clove. We have nutmeg. We have all of these warm, spicy smells, and then these deep, sappy, resiny smells, earthy smells that come in this time of year. And all of those scents, if you look at them from the perspective of essential oils, they are all essential oils that support the adrenal glands so this time of year that we're going into the nostalgia of those smells take us back to our childhood we think of warm cozy kitchens we think of tea we think of yummy treats you know we it's all of these holiday smells that are also very stimulating in a balancing way for the adrenal glands. So you can stimulate, even an overactive adrenal gland can be stimulated into balance. So just because I'm using the word stimulate doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to speed up an already overactive adrenal. So we're looking at oils like lavender, like I said, cinnamon, clove, nutmeg, black spruce, these are all oils that can be used. I mean, you think about a lot of these we're using in our holiday cooking, right? But you can also use these inside your diffusers at home. If you like to, you know, create your own blends of, you know, roll-ons or sprays, room sprays, things like that. You can put these together in a spray bottle and just kind of mist your room, mist your, your, your aura, you know, just inside your own energy system. You can make them on roller balls and apply them to the pulse points of the body or on the bottoms of the feet. Um, Frankincense is another really good one because it actually calms the pituitary gland. So remember, we were talking about the effect of the adrenals on the glands inside the brain and so that hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis. That we're we're bringing into balance to really calm down that nervous system, and then you know lavender actually will go in and calm the the sympathetic um, nervous system and. just kind of bring balance to the whole central nervous system and adrenal connection inside of the body, which I think a lot of people are experiencing these two systems kind of at war with one another. And when that starts to happen, the body doesn't know whether to amp up or slow down or what times of day it, you know, as my acupuncturist said to me, your body doesn't know if it's coming or going. Right now. And so it's kind of all over the place. And it's not sending the correct two-way relays, you know, through the the central nervous system. And the parasympathetic, you know, system doesn't know whether it should be at rest or whether, whether it should be in fight or flight. It it really is, uh, these essential oils are a way to bring some stress relief to the body and just kind of calm that restlessness inside of the systems and therefore reducing that nervousness, that anxiety feeling that we can have as a response to these things. Because too much of being inside of that cycle then takes us back into these low vibrational places of victim energy and depression and helplessness and hopelessness, feeling like we can't get out of our own cycles. And so... This is just the essential oils and these spices and, you know, these aromatic um, kinds of therapies are, you know, just one way that we can support ourselves. I know there's some really great herbal teas out there too. Um, the licorice teas actually help stimulate the adrenals a bit when you need a oomph um, and you don't want to just continuously pour the caffeine into the body. Or a really good chamomile or lavender tea at night that's going to, like I said, relax the parasympathetic nervous system and let the body know it's time to, to slow down and sleep and allow that melatonin cycle to begin, allow the pineal to do its job and kind of coax us into a natural sleep cycle. You can also support yourself at nighttime by applying cedarwood oil or lavender oil, blue tansy, uh, German chamomile. You know, these are all really, even the black spruce mixed in there, you know, applied to the bottoms of the feet. Um, You can add in a little splash of the ylang-ylang or some orange to lift the mood. Um, I know that, you know, a lot of people end up staying up you know, throughout the night thinking, you know, it's like all the things that you have to do the next day or all the things that you hadn't accomplished in the day that you just finished or, you know, the weeks that are coming up, all the things that are left to do, all the things you're left worrying about, you know, so your mind keeps you up at night and so a combination of these oils um, or, you know, all mixed with maybe a little magnesium oil on the bottoms of the feet can add a restful sleep or a, a deeper sleep or coax the body into sleep without having to take any other sleep aids. Before I, I close this, um, this conversation as far as just kind of giving us an idea of some of the things that our bodies might be doing right now and just some helpful things um, to be able to support our bodies, I also just want to remind you that um, very gentle detoxes can also help. So you can add lemon um, lemon juice to your water to help clean out the kidneys, help stimulate the liver, um, support those organs that are doing the detoxing for you, making sure that if you're able to eat you know, greens that you do that and you mix them up, Um, different greens will chelate to different free radicals and heavy metals in the body and help flush those out. Um, But just really making sure that you're staying hydrated, that you're getting the rest that you need, that you're supporting your body in its natural desire to detox itself from toxicity. And then adding some of these other things in. You can also do Epsom salt and baking soda baths um, if you like to, to soak in the bath. If not, you can just soak your feet. Um, you can actually expel quite a lot of toxins through the bottoms of the feet. Uh, I know that's a pretty popular thing to do now. The, the, uh, the franchise, that fountain franchise that's kind of popped up everywhere, um, that that's something that, you know, mixing these different things inside the foot bath with apple cider vinegar and, um, you know, different things to draw the toxicity out of the body. So, so just some new ways to think about personal care and how to support your body as you're starting to make a little checklist of some of the things that I've talked about today is like how your body is responding inside of the work that you're doing. And so we're not just needing to support ourselves on a mental, emotional, and spiritual level. We've been talking about those things a lot, but really having to also support our physical body through this process and the a lot of the immune support that people People are doing now is very helpful because the vitamin A and vitamin C, um, very supportive to the adrenal glands, but also making sure that your zinc and your magnesium and your vitamin D, all of these things, all these levels um, that you're keeping them up in order to support probably a, an also fatigued immune system um, as the body is going through this, this adrenal imbalance. So I'm going to draw a couple cards for us just to finish up the podcast for today. The first deck that I chose for us is a Archangel Raphael Healing deck. It's the Archangel Raphael Healing Oracle Cards by Doreen Virtue. So I'm just going to pull a card from this deck for us, being told the top card. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. It's interesting. I pulled this exact card um, out for a client earlier today. The card is Fresh Air and it is, the prayer is, Dear Archangel Raphael, thank you for helping me breathe easier in all ways. And so what had come up earlier for the client that I was talking to with this particular card, it was this feeling about being suffocated. Um, being suffocated inside of, in particular, we were talking about her work life and feeling trapped inside this this cycle and that it was really starting to choke out her ability to be happy and and be joyful and certainly health issues popping up that she knew were a direct response to stress. And so I felt like there were a couple of different connections here to fresh air. I mean, you could think obviously like a wonderful way to relieve stress is to get out into nature, to breathe the fresh air, to put your feet on the ground, to be out amongst the wild things and the trees and, and to be able to look up at the sky and the sun I mean just to breathe and I think a lot of times inside of stressful situations you know well I mean this is actually a physiological response to you know fight-or-flight is shallow breath and so we're not taking really good deep breaths we're not really getting oxygen to all areas of our body and the connection with the earth being outside in the fresh air and breathing in that fresh air but also the connection to the planet itself we're not nearly getting enough of that Humans' resonance vibration from the earth's crust that balances our body on a polarity level and keeps our red blood cells puffy and happy and carrying that oxygen all the way out to the microcapillary level. You know, I, those of you who know me, so I, I recommend the, the, the grounding mats, the earthing mats all the time because we're just not getting enough of that. And lots of positive electro smog toxicity out there from all of our electronics, really throwing our bodies off. So, you know, fresh air from the connection with earth, connection with that elemental realm. This particular card has a beautiful image of the angel sitting with a cat and a dog, um, which are the, you know, our domestic animals. So the connection with our four legged and feathered friends um, that we do find so healing and, uh, such a beautiful stress relief to connect with them um, because they do come to us with complete unconditional love and no expectations and no judgment all they want is to snuggle and love um, and have fun and and be in joy so you know we we definitely should take some lessons from our our four-legged and feathered friends as far as that's concerned so that's our um our Archangel Raphael healing oracle cards. The the next deck that I pulled out is the Earth Magic deck um, by Stephen Farmer. There's some really beautiful imagery in in this particular deck, and I feel like it's it's a nice way to follow that card that we just pulled, right? Talking about the Earth realm um, and the elemental realm as being very healing for us. So I'm just gonna give this one more one more shuffle here. Sometimes I'll get one that just will pop right out of the deck. But today we're just going to pull from the top. Ah, full moon. How appropriate. (laughs) We're almost at a full week anniversary of our full moon. Um, And this is a card of completion. So the full moon does complete a cycle of the moon. So we have gone into a new cycle of the moon phase. We've just completed something very important. We're now going into the, the next phase as we move toward our solar eclipse and our new moon. And so we are tying up a lot of loose ends right now. And I know that we have talked about this in, in a few ways, but I want to remind you to go back and look at this from a perspective of success. Even though we all know that we have work to do, there's always continued work to do in different areas of our life. One of the things that we always need to remember is to look back at our achievements and where we have done well and where our successes are, and to be able to celebrate ourselves in that way, to look at the things that we have achieved. Because inside of those successes and inside of those achievements, are roadmaps to potentially being able to find formula and blueprint to apply to other areas of our life where we might be able to say oh my gosh I have no idea I feel so lost in this particular area of my life but over here I seem to have it all together so what are you doing right in that other area of your life how did you get there what were the steps that you took even little ones And how can you take that success and apply it to this other area of your life where perhaps you're a little bit, you're floundering a little bit and feeling a little bit lost. This also gives us an opportunity to pull ourselves up out of that place of feeling like we can't do it. That helplessness feeling um, and understanding our worth and understanding our value because we have lots and lots of achievements and lots of things to celebrate and lots of things to be grateful for. So I think that this this is a, a another reminder of inside of all this illumination that we're being given that... We're not just looking for the broken pieces of ourselves, we're looking for all of the achievements that we have completed up until this point, looking at how far you've come in probably a very short period of time, relatively speaking. And so really celebrating our achievements um, as far as the healing that you have accomplished and the the new perspectives that you've gained, these new levels of truth that are starting to set in for you and the the level of death that you've already experienced um, so you can celebrate this new cycle of rebirth. And the last deck that I pulled, again, <laughs> in theme with the, the elements, it's always so funny um, how this works out. There's no coincidences. I have my Spirit Animal Oracle by Colette baron reed which is one of my favorites because the artwork is just, I mean, so stunning of all of the animal friends on these cards. It's just so beautiful. So let's see what kind of totem wants to come out for us for this upcoming week and see if we can't get a little wisdom and guidance from our elemental realm. Okay. So again, I'm just pulling the card from the top of the deck and I've got Frog Spirit. So Frog Spirit, the message of the card is clear out the clutter. The number on the card is 28 which reduces to 10 and then reduces to 1. So again, it matches very nicely with our Full Moon card of completion because 1 is actually the beginning of a new cycle. So we're looking at a new beginning. And when we want to start new and freshen up energy, we are always very drawn to clear out, you know, it's like that need to nest in your space, that, that spring cleaning kind of feeling, you know, but we all tend to do that, bef- like going into the winter as well. It's like cleaning everything out um, before we go into that hibernation mode. So let's take a look at what Frog Spirit has to say. The Oracle message of the frog spirit. Frog spirit knows that while all the other frogs are croaking away, this is a time for you to simplify and declutter your life so you can feel content on your own lily pad. Even when life isn't creating a total cacophony, we can become drawn to the excitement of lots of noise. Then the next thing we know, our schedules and homes are cluttered with commitments we regret making and objects taking up valuable space. Even relationships need decluttering, as they often become messy. There's the relationship theme again. Frog spirit appears to tell you to clean house prioritize what you need and get rid of or give away the rest so you can have some space in your day and inside your head you don't need the old stuff and its stories shouting at you about the past along with physical clutter friendships are sometimes kept long past their expiration date weighing you down with unnecessary baggage and now is the time to let go wow that's exactly what we were talking about yesterday with erica Whatever you need will appear when you need it, so release your grip on all that clutter that is making you feel anxious and burdened. Frog spirit wants you to reclaim your space unencumbered by shoulds, oughts, and could have beens. Let go and jump. You are free from all that old stuff. The protection message from frog spirit. What's weighing you down? is, Is it time for a spiritual and psychic cleansing? Are you overdue for letting go of the voices that surround you? They may have started to get into your head, these voices that bog you down and keep you from leaping forward into a better situation. Let others croak and create their dramas, while you make space for yourself and for hearing your own thoughts as they arise. Declutter your schedule. Stop trying to do it all and then some. Let others manage their own baggage, rather than allowing it to be dumped on you. For your lily pad needs to be clear of others' clutter. Frog spirit may also come bearing a message about your physical space. Do you hold on to things because you are afraid of losing your energetic connection to the past, to people who are no longer in your life, or to goals you never pursued? Or could you have these items around you because you would feel guilty if you got rid of them? Are your storage and living spaces stuffed with reminders of what you are not, when when they should be holding only objects that reflect who you are and aspire to be? If something is no longer making you feel joyful, empowered, and excited, Frog Spirit is telling you to let it go. Free yourself. Leap forward into something new, trusting you will always have what you need. Wow, I love that. I feel like it really sums up so many of the messages that have been coming forward over the the last um, few channeling sessions. it's It really is been very consistent, very synchronistic, how all of these messages are really tying together, you know, as we're we're finally moving into a space where I think we're all truly understanding the value of making powerful choices. Really taking responsibility for our own needs, our own desires, our own happiness, finding our self-worth, finding our deservedness, and moving more towards this vibration of unity consciousness where we can truly be in partnership with Source and with one another. And so this is all a great journey. And sometimes there are low points where we have to go into the darkness and into that void in order to clear and illuminate and begin again. And I think that there are a lot of people in that space right now. And so I will remind you too that... No matter where you are in your journey, there's going to be someone else that's struggling more. And to just be mindful and be compassionate of where each person is, that we're all doing the best we can within our current level of awareness right now, and that we're making the choices that we know how to make um, given all of the evidence at hand. And so I'm wishing you a... further week of clearing and healing and enlightenment so we get closer to the season really being mindful of the moment that you're in because it will be gone in a flash and this became very clear to me as i was looking at my eight-year-old and thinking to myself you know this might be the last year that he believes in in santa and that i'm going to try to make this the most magical season um That I can because sooner than later, I'm going to look back and think, my God, I spent all my time worrying instead of enjoying those moments of magic before they passed. And so I'm wishing all of the same for each of you that's listening to this to be in the moment of magic, especially moving into this season. Try to have gratitude and appreciation for every little change that you're going through right now, this process of becoming who you were always meant to be, clearing out the old, allowing yourself to go through that grieving process, and just being where you are. And with that, I wish you all love, light, and healing for your week. And thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this message, please just shoot over and give my show a rating. And come back and listen next time. And blessings and light to all.
0: Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter C-P-C. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter, You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.